right, so take a moment to settle in. Today we're gonna explore and play and work with one of the seven factors of awakening and also something that is really helpful for trying to make sense of how the mind works from first principles and that is energy. We're gonna talk about energy. So, first of all, this is just a little little exercise to kind of uh, start to give you a feel for what we're going to be exploring today. I want you to imagine a very, very bare, indistinct, uninteresting, gray rock. Get a feel for, for what it's like to be in the presence of this very, very indistinct, uninteresting gray rock. Now put the rock aside. Now we're going to Imagine a table. Just a regular table. You can see it from many points of view. Get a feel for what it's like to be in the presence of a very regular, ordinary table. Now, leave the table aside. We're going to imagine a campfire. Lively campfire, warm, active, pleasant, alive and cozy.
Feel what it's like to get closer or further away from it. Get a sense of what it is like to be in the presence of a campfire. You hear the wood crackle. Sparks. See if you can notice how it affects your energy body as we were talking about yesterday here. It's kind of cocoon around your 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 sense of your body. Think of it as kind of a, an antenna that is uh, sensing and, and, and reflecting what you're doing with your mind. Now we're going to leave aside the uh, campfire. Now I want you to imagine a mystical being, a large mystical being made of light. Very mysterious and powerful and brilliant sphere of light notice how that Im impacts your energy body as your your sense organ as it were Now I want you to leave aside the grand, mysterious, mystical being and just be in the presence of empty space. So this, this little exercise is to give you a little bit of a hint of the spectrum of how different internal representations can modulate your energy. 
energy parameter. They were selected very deliberately because they have properties that precisely modulate the energy parameter. What are these properties? This is something I call, we call, it's maybe a good, good term for it, various kinds of energy sources into your world simulation. And what are these energy sources? Well, first, sensory input. Notice how whenever you feel anything from the outside world or inner world that stimulate the senses, it's energizing. We can go through the main channels of experience, the main doors. So first notice how the, the auditory domain, any tiny sound is stimulating. It's arousing. Feel the impact that any sound has on your energy body. You can almost kind of use your energy body in this case as a, as a thermometer. Kind of get a sense of, okay, the loudness of sensory input has various degrees of impact on the energy body. Now switch on to paying attention to your visual, visual domain. Even if you have your eyes closed, which is recommended. How the visual field, any sense of brightness or activity is arousing. It's something that can impact the energy body. It's energizing. Now let's switch on to the tactile domain. How every tactile sensation, somatic feeling is arousing, stimulating. Second, the second very important energy source, energy source is valence, pleasure and pain. 
if you've been uh, beaten up by mosquitoes, for example, you might feel some uh, some itchiness, some slightly or in some cases more significant negative valence experience from from that. A very skillful approach to pain. One of many, one of many ways of skillfully approaching it is to choosing to interpret it as a source of energy, which can be very useful, can be very useful. Not getting caught up in the negativity of it, but the fact that it has negative valence is a source of energy. And energy is very useful, as we will see. In general, when anything unpleasant or distracting or stressful happens, you can choose to experience it as a source of energy. Of course, this has its limits, but with practice, the range gets wider. And then, pleasure, pleasure, positive valence is also energizing. Do a quick scan in your world simulation, as we were playing with recently, the modes of attention. Scan for pleasant sensations anywhere in your world simulation, your bubble world. Notice how the pleasure is energizing or can be can be a source of energy now this approach of playing with a perception of pleasure and pain to experience it as energy is a form of equanimity, which we'll talk about uh, much more deeply in another time, but it's, a, it's an important, important insight that this is a, a mode of equanimity, experiencing valence as energy. Make sure to keep, keep feeling how these exercises are impacting your energy body. The emotional tone all throughout, throughout your body, a little bit outside of it, cocoon around your, yourself. Now, another very, very important energy sink. It's not at all obvious. It's not at all obvious because of how our mind is constructed. 
This is not something you're born knowing. But attention, attention is an energy source. Whatever you pay attention to gets energized. In addition to getting more connected, more locally bound with other things you're being paying attention to. So again, the exercise we were doing uh, very recently on modes of attention. All of the modes of attention are different ways of energizing different parts of your world simulation. Without training, you may not realize that this is happening. You can get caught up in cycles, energizing things you don't want to energize over and over again, making lots of connections, spiraling out. Because you're not mindful, not mindful of the effect that attention has. Notice if you choose a plane of attention and you use it to scan your body, anywhere you place that plane gets excited. more real or if you choose a point the same thing or a volume there are ways of using attention to to calm things down but they require an interesting loop to, to manage the inherently energizing effect of attention by channeling rhythms that are, that are calming, stimulating with attention rhythms that then are calming, but attention itself is energizing. Now the Fourth and, yeah, very, very important energy source is banana. Surprise. It's a surprise. Whenever something happens you're not expecting, source of energy. Now, what do you do with energy? You're going to be very skillful with energy. It's a powerful tool. Powerful tool. 
with energy and attention, modes of attention, you can energize internal representations. So whenever you have a person, you know, think again, the rock or the table, mystical being, the campfire, all of those are internal representations that energize, but then you can energize in turn as well. And how do you energize internal representations? A good metaphor is like a swing. You don't need a lot of effort. You don't need in many cases to exert yourself. All you need is to time it right. When you play with, when you work with an internal representation, you can get acquainted with its vibratory qualities, its, its resonances. And if you pay attention to it or channel energy from sensory input, surprise, from valence into it at the right time, It gets warmed up, starts to buzz. And this is very useful because There are phases, just as there are phases of matter. Internal representations have phases depending on their temperature. Either energize in the right way, you can sort of melt them, make them more malleable and flexible. It's very helpful, very helpful when internal representation is troubling one approach is always to send meta to it very very helpful another approach is to use energy skillfully to edit it and so in combination with a broad range of attentional modes you can think of it as almost kind of a Photoshop tools or GIMP tools, like little brush, big brush, some kind of vibratory bed, a torch, skillfully playing with energy and attention. You can edit, you know, from a very broad scale reshaking, you know, re-annealing of the representation all the way into minute, tiny polishings, very tiny, very tiny edits. 
surgical changes to internal representation are possible with enough skill. And if you play a lot with energy, you will notice there's almost, well, there might be no end, we don't know. The realms, the realms of DMT, for example, very high energy, very high energy. It does crazy things to internal representations. There are phases, phases of, of attention and awareness from solid to gas or what could be analogized to gas or magnetic fluids, plasma. There's many levels, many levels to energy. And ultimately, energy is neither good nor bad. It's just a powerful tool. Depends on how you use it, how you apply it. And so for the last, last part of this meditation, want to uh, give you a sense of the extremes that we can we can manifest invoke in our minds and body for you to feel the contrast the contrast of these blending elements skillfully blending elements of the various energy sources so I'm gonna describe them first so you get an idea and then we're gonna hang out a little bit in one or the other. So the extreme cold, extreme cold, very low energy would be an object, again, maybe like a gray rock or something or a state that has an indistinct, unremarkable body. Nothing, nothing surprising or interesting in it. It's quiet, but not necessarily silent, because silence can be very loud and surprising. So don't get delusion. Don't, don't believe that just because you have silence, you have low energy. Silence can be very stimulating. But the feeling of quiet, the feeling of quiet is low energy. You're also indifferent to it, neither attracted nor repulsed by it. Also, it's uh, anhedonic, has no pleasure, has no pain. Neutral and mundane, everyday, everyday thing. Something you don't pay attention to because if you were to pay attention to it, it would get energized. And these kinds of things, they're everywhere. <laughs> Maybe the bulk of our world simulation. But we don't pay, pay attention to it. So we're far more acquainted than we realize with 
with low energy. Yeah, surprising sounds. Good for meditation. Now in the opposite extreme, we have, well, again, depends on the skill, level of concentration, willingness, intention, but but let's see, let's see, you know, safely. Uh, don't do anything you don't want, but uh, see, as an exercise, uh, let's turn up the volume. So that would be something like a bright, bright, white rainbow light very full of stimuli is loud rumbling has tactile elements it's visually stunning warm very warm in the body is very pleasant and very painful at the same time is very attention-grabbing and absorption-ready. And you have never seen this before. So those would be the properties of a maximally energizing internal representation. So now let's go to the very, very dim as a reminder. Indistinct body, quiet, indifferent, anhedonic, and mundane. Let's just hang in there for, for a few moments. Notice the effect it has on your energy body. The effect of indifference. Now let's go to the warm, to the energizing side. It's a reminder, bright white, rainbow light, warm body, loud, very absorption ready, attention grabbing, pleasant and painful at the same time. And you've never seen it before. Feel what it's like to be here. If it's not surprising or energizing, that just means you're not evoking the realization you've never seen it before. If you you're dismissing it, you have it's because. You think you've seen it, but you've never seen this before. You've never experienced this. 
might be thinking, oh, that's one of those experiences I've never experienced before. Yeah, I've experienced one of those before. Like, no, 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 you've never experienced this. You've never experienced this. I've been surprised before. No, 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 not like this. And now to, to start wrapping up, let's just come back to the meal, the normal world. Room temperature, easing back in, cooling off. Room temperature consciousness has a little bit of everything. Just a few, a few comments before I fully close it down. Well, this is still very fresh. Indeed, this is a very powerful tool, very general, just as modes of attention and loving kindness, metta as an approach, energy is also very, very powerful, very useful. Another thing to have in your toolkit of mind tools and I think also to remind you the aesthetic of quilia mastery master all of quilia space know how to handle it know it we want to know it for ourselves understanding intellectually what it is how it works and approach it with a service mindset for the help of others and ourselves. Energy is such an important tool. Because it shows you things like how internal representations work, how annealing works. Although I'll go deeper into annealing later, but Energy is a key ingredient. So, energize often. Energize skillfully. Stay warm, my friends. Now in your own time, feel free to open your eyes and we're looking around and we're closing it down. Thank you very much, everybody. <laughs>